0: welcome to play friday everybody let's go hey
1: hey good morning
0: good morning
1: oh hi how are
0: you i'm good happy friday yes so happy friday yeah how's your day going
1: fridays are always my
0: busiest days but you know oh why
1: happy friday because of the case You know, birthday cakes going out for the weekend, things like that.
0: Okay. So how many orders do you have today?
1: I have um, a set of twins. Aww. But, yeah, so two cakes that are due today, another two tomorrow. The good thing is it is spaced out, so it's like, you know, I get to work on them individually uh, uh, two at a time for each day. But you know how everyone looks forward to the weekend. Well, in my case, <laughs> opposite is the case. I look forward to Mondays.
0: <laughs> wow, that's different. Okay, has it been like that ever since you started the business?
1: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, the moment people started um, reaching out to get cake done, that's pretty much been the 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 routine. Yes, from the beginning.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. Okay. First of all, I would love everyone to know, you know, who you are. Tell them a little bit about yourself, about the story and how you've come so far.
1: All right. So um, my name is Adiola Omusu. I'm the owner and CEO of Degashi Bakes. Um, I reside with my family, four children and my husband in uh, Duluth, Georgia, We've pretty much been here for, I think, since 2003, 17 years now. I was born in New York, so most of my years were in New York, back in Staten Island. Um, And in 2003, or 2002, I migrated out here. And Georgia has been, I don't know, an experience. Um, It's where I started my adult life, for real, for real. You know, coming Mm. out here with a daughter and um, going to get my master's degree from Georgia State University, Um, I studied um, human resources and organizational development, but pretty quickly I knew I wasn't a nine to fiver. I've done so many businesses, in fact, most people that know me around town, that's what they know me for, the serial entrepreneur. Mm. They almost think I have ADHD because they say, you can't stay focused. I said, no, when something's not working, I move on. Um, and so, yeah, 2003, uh, I think I, I started my master's degree in 04. had my second um, daughter, and 05, my second year of my master's degree, I had my third daughter. Wow. And, um, yep. <laughs> and I went into... I think, to do an internship. You know how you have to do an internship before you graduate? Yeah. And I go in to do the internship, and just one day, I'm like, yeah, I don't think I could do this. I was pregnant. That didn't help. But mm. I knew pretty much that this 9 to 5 thing is just, it, it, it's, it's draining for me mentally. And that's when I came home and told my husband that, look, I don't think I can... I can do this night, by being, but you know what? And the funny thing with me is, I never tell myself I can't do something. In fact, if you want to get me to do something, please try to tell me, "Oh, I just like it's not possible." You can't. That's when I'm I'm out to prove a point to myself that no, it is. Mm. You know. So my, I think at that point, my husband was like, "You know what? I I really want you to stay home with the kids and what what you know whatnot." And. I just noticed that day in, day out, I'm taking care of babies, but I feel useless. I feel like I don't have any impact on on anything, really, other than taking care of these kids. It just wasn't enough, you know? And I remember telling him that, you know, I don't think, I think I'm bored. I'm picking more fights than I normally would, and it's out of boredom. You know how they, they say an idle mind is the devil's workshop, right? Yeah. Well, in my case, it really, like, that's when I look for the craziest things to just fight about. And so, I think the first thing I tried out was, I don't know, was it vending uh, vending machine route? Um, Mm. Yeah, actually, it was, because I remember being pregnant with my third girl um, and, you know, doing the vending machine thing. And, you know, that ran for a while. The machine started, you know, giving trouble. And I was like, yeah, we, we got to let this go. Then <laughs> I went on to an online furniture store. And the online furniture store was good. I had a lot of wealthy Nigerian customers that were buying, you know, furnitures for their new houses. But the one that really left an impact on my um, business acumen, the one that really made me feel like, yeah, this is something I can definitely do. And it was the, the Dagashi Hair extension. I went into that, I believe, in 2007. And from Dagashi Hair, I traveled to like seven countries, you know, in the pursuit of looking for good hair. It was so important for me to have top quality hair. Um, and, it, you know, it was a business that I my husband had given me 1600 and maybe two years later I'm sitting with my accountant and he's like why are you f-? he said why are you treating this business like um, you know like a market woman <laughs> I was like what do you mean oh. he's like you ran $250,000 through this thing and you bringing me one receipt here one receipt there and I'm like I never, I never, it didn't dawn on me that we were pushing that, those kind of numbers. I was just buying, selling, rebuying, selling, rebuying and selling. Wow. But the business had grown. It really had grown in um, two years. And man, it was just like, wow. Um, we were doing trade shows. It was exciting. It was nice. It was interesting. But I realized mine constantly has to be challenged. <laughs> and sometimes in 2013 I was just like bored. You know, it was on autopilot. Mm. You just go buy hair, upload it on the website people buy it, you ship it out. It was you know mundane. It was just the same thing in and out. And I was just like no. Mentally I was draped. It, was, it wasn't challenging my mind in any way. And so I went to God. I was like you know what? Like I need a new gig, but I can't think of anything on my own. I need help. And I remember praying from like January to November. November came and I'm like, okay, I can't do this, uh, you know, any longer. And I just fasted and I fasted and um, I had a dream. In the dream, someone, I go through someone's store and the person curses me out real bad. Whoa. Like, why did you pick my store? Why did you pick my store? And I'm like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean any disrespect. I just want to get out. And the next thing I know, um, he, the person just hands me the key. And I'm like, what is this? She's like, She's like, here, it's yours. Take it. And I looked around for the first time. And I'm like, oh, my God. This is a bakery. I woke up from my sleep literally laughing because I could not bake for anything. Hmm. But because I went to bed with a prayer in heart, and after fasting that day, my prayer was, God, show me what my next gig is. Show me what my next move is. I need something new. And then I wake up in from a dream that hands me the keys to a bakery. Well, I know God can be a comedian sometimes, but I wasn't going to take that as just another joke No I woke up, I told my husband I said, well, I think baking is the next thing <laughs> And God bless my husband's heart Anything I say I'm doing He's just like, okay He's always supporting me Always like, you know, right there That's you know, amazing If I needed anything so Yeah And so, like, like the number of times before He was just like, okay I go to order my mixer, I go to, and I'm starting out with bread. And I remember like two weeks later after baking bread after bread, everybody's eating it. And bread is delicious right out of the oven. But the true test to good bread is what does it look like the next day? Well, every time the next day it looked like something else. So I remember my brother coming to the house and he's like, You know, you don't look like a bread baker. I don't I, I don't doubt your dream, but I don't think it was bread you saw. And then I sat down, I was like, you know what, maybe this dude is right. And I went and started, you know, studying the science behind all the ingredients that go into a cake. And the rest is history. I'm yeah. now a cake decorator. You know, I, I, I eventually went back into bread last year, November. Um, my husband and I run the company now. Uh, the girls are grown now. They help out a lot in the bakery and, you know, it, the journey has been real. It's been a a, um, a growing process. And you know how you can be growing but not even be aware of yeah. how much growth you've achieved. Yeah. So that's where I am for, for now. Basically, we're running the business, trying to scale it up. Um, our bread is in a few um, grocery stores around Atlanta. And, you know, I I do the cake, the cake decorating part, you know. And it's wonderful.
2: It's
0: beautiful. Mm hmm Wow. That's amazing. Like, when you started baking, and uh, let let me actually ask this question. Your first cake or your first bread, (laughs) what was that like?
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, so I have a picture of it somewhere. The first cake, (laughs) remember, the first cake was a naked cake. And I remember when I had finally gotten a recipe that everyone was like, Yes, yeah, this tastes nice. This is good. The texture is right. I looked at it and I was like, it's a naked cake, like Who is going to make a naked cake on you? And then the next thing I'm thinking is, okay, I got to go learn how to decorate. So I go back to the drawing board and I decorate. The first cake I decorated, I made sure it was in time for my friend's um uh, I think a, one of her birth 39th birthday party and okay. it was just for me to practice the decorating skills on a serious level and then hand her a cake. So I handed her a, a you know Tiffany blue um, heart cake with a white a big white fondant bow on it. Mm. it was it was cute but I wouldn't deliver that to someone today if you
2: know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, wow. you know,
1: it was my first real attempt at, um, you know, at doing something serious
0: with, with a cake. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh,
1: thank you.
0: Yeah, you have amazing cakes, cupcakes, bread, you know, desserts, amazing places to even, like, you know, have these edibles just at the front of your your table you know i was looking at one of your breads and i was like i wonder how this tastes the it's called the spiced rum fruit loaf Uh, i want want to know about that because when i saw the rum i was like what percentage of rum is in there And does it, is it just, is it just the taste or is it because like, you know how you cook with wine and then you can feel it or if you're cooking edibles, that's different. But now with rum, it's like, it's bread. So when you're done with that bread, do you get the itis or do you just turn into another person?
1: So it's definitely not enough to integrate you at all, but um, you know, the alcohol actually evaporates pretty quickly. So, what happens is um, we put it in when we're mixing the batter, knowing that it will eventually evaporate. But when it evaporates, the the, the taste of the rum is left behind, but without the alcohol. Mm. You know? That's right. But a trick. what we do after it's out of the oven is we pour more alcohol on it. So oh. If you're if you're someone that appreciates a good dose of alcohol in your food, yep, you'll like it.
0: I need I need a bag. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you definitely love it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wow. That it looks really really good. I love the design, just the way it looks. It looks very rich. The nutrients look heavy and it's filling i'm definitely sure about that too
2: yes it is yes it is
0: Hmm. so if you have the spiced rum loaf without the fruit is that possible or does the fruit play a big role in the ingredient um process
1: well i'm just going by what the originators started with so I think it's a cake or bread that started in um the West Indies kind of the Caribbean so it does have a lot of sweet spices in it you know the nutmeg the cinnamon the brown sugar and things like that so the added raisins or currants that we put in it definitely it's if, if, you know if you didn't want that in it we can definitely omit it You won't really uh, be losing much um It just adds... Oh, wait, 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 wait. So, one of the secrets to that loaf is that we soak the raisin and dried fruit in rum for about three weeks. What? So, with every bite of fruit that you get in there, you will actually be tasting the rum. Mm. Because it's it's in there. Yes, I forgot about that. Yes, yes, yes. It's actually in there. So... Mm. That part of
0: the loaf does not... The alcohol there does not
2: bake out. Yeah. It That's doesn't perfect. evaporate. That's
0: yeah. perfect. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. And then it's also saying like you can have that slice with some chai or some English breakfast, you know, or your favorite Ooh, coffee beverage. Word. Yes, yes,
1: yes. It's a, with, with those beverages you just mentioned, it's amazing, amazing, amazing breakfast.
0: Yeah definitely because you know when people love a breakfast they want to see bread they want to see eggs they want to see some fruits on the side and then if you're giving them a spice yeah. it's like you're giving them a whole meal
1: <laughs> i'm telling you <laughs> and that that's exactly what it feels like when i eat it i don't get to eat it a lot but you know, a few times I would have um, some yogurt, clean yogurt by the side as well.
2: Mm. Um, maybe
1: a boiled egg. And you got your breakfast. And it really is um, chilling. It mm. really, really is.
0: Wow. What about your cakes? What What's your favorite cake to bake?
1: Well, the reason why I think um, God put me in the line of this cake decorating thing I can't really get bored because everybody wants a different a different type of cake. Even if it meant the same filled cake, but then just a different design. That has been able to keep me going in this business where I'm not getting bored because the challenge is different every day. Mm. Um, but when it comes to the cake, I started doing this um, signature cake, which... The, the hints uh, The flavor hints are Condensed milk A hint of vanilla And um, A hint of lemon Lemon zest So not the sour tartness of lemon But the zesty part of it And um, When I introduce that The question on everybody's mind is Okay what flavor is this
2: mm. And
1: I, you know When you say signature everyone's like Okay but well, what is that <laughs> And so I always think, look, condensed milk and a lemon zest. Um, is really, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but it's different. But different in a really nice way. Um, okay. Sometimes I get heavy-handed with the lemon zest, but, you know, it's, generally speaking, it, it's gotten the most compliments.
0: Wow. Uh, okay. Okay. If somebody wants to, like, order a cake right now, what what do they need to do to get to you?
1: I would say the best thing is to go to the website um, or just call um, our phone. And that's that's the best way. But also on um, Instagram... Uh, you can there's a, there's a link there that takes you directly to our whatsapp because I like to see pictures before I'm able to give you a quote mm. so if you have a picture or a description of what you want you can easily just put that in the text and send it to 913 nine one three8610 or you can go on um, whatsapp I mean the whatsapp link on our Instagram bio
0: mm.
1: okay and yeah
0: I was also going to ask you this about, because you just talked about the website and the Instagram, and this is also Dagashi Bakes. I want to know yes. what is the meaning behind Dagashi, because I noticed you used it for your hair extensions, and now you have it for your bakery. Yes. So what does that word mean to you?
1: So in 2009, I want to say nine. um my, my husband and I were on our way to... Um, Malaysia for Malaysian hair, and um, in the plane, I had been operating the company under the name of um, Popular Indian Hair because we were doing Indian hair then. But at, at that time, I had been to India twice to, you know, get raw hair materials made for Takashi hair extensions. And in the plane, I remember before going on that trip, my brother. Who always has opinions and advice for me all the time said, You know, I don't think popular Indian hair is a catchy, you know, um, hair brand. Uh, think of something more catchy. And I was like, Yeah, I think I've been thinking about it. So in the plane, I told my husband, I said, Whatever my hair means, I want it to mean good hair because that's what it is. Mm. And so I said, Da is good in Yoruba. But what and your body is a West African um, language from Nigeria. Yes. Um, and then he says, and I said, what is hair in in Hausa? Um, another language in Nigeria because he speaks Hausa. Um, and then he says, oh, it's Gashi. And I was like, okay. So I'm going to call this company the Diva the Gashi. Well, I, I, I so I ran it under the, the Diva Degashi For I don't know maybe a month And then I said you know what That Diva part just makes it a touch like you drop it. And then that's how Dagashi hair was born It literally means good hair um, When it came time To name the bakery I Okay so flashback When we came up with the name dagashi Bake I mean Dagashi hair I went online There was nothing No words to ever mentioned online to say Zagashi. So I knew I was the one operating that name and it was mine. Well, when I went to start the uh, bakery five years later, I went online and I all of a sudden I'm seeing dagashi, a Japanese word that means sweet treat. Oh. Oh, well. <laughs> that just made it all the more transferable for me. And I was like, well, it means good hair in Yoruba and Hausa, but it also means sweet treats in Japanese. So, here we go. The Gashi Bakes. And that's how I was able to just, you know, move the name over.
0: Wow. Look at that. It's already international.
1: You <laughs> can say that again. <laughs>
0: yeah, definitely. That's a that's a great concept because now when you think about it, it's a household name now. And yes that name now if you take it to japan or you take it back to nigeria people will understand what it means and they can relate because they are two products so they're kind of like getting two in one at the same time yes. so they're eating good food yes. and they're feeling good
2: right absolutely
0: i love that i love that i would i would definitely want to know um more about your your recent successful first virtual baking summer camp that happened earlier this month and it was it was great to see what happened and um i just want to know what your feedback was what you took on it and just just the whole idea behind this concept because i know there's going to be greater events coming everybody else's way in the next few months or coming years for dagashi
1: well as you know you were a big part of that whole thing so um, with yeah. the pandemic being out there and um, wanting to uh, occupy, because I, I could just see my own kids are constantly on Netflix. And I, I'm a firm believer in um, uh, learning a hand, a hand, a handy work. So something you can do with your hand. Um, when I was growing up, I never really was trained in anything. I was always about my books, my books, my books. Well, when it came time to branch out and do my own business, it so happened that it was handiwork that, you know, got me started, which was the being creative with the cakes and all. So I thought, children are home, most likely bored. Why don't I just do this virtual camping? Everyone can just tune in from their home, and we can just run through um, creating and baking, a, you know, a, a slew of things. And it went well. I really, really enjoyed working with the kids. I got a lot of requests from adults that want to learn and come into the business. Um, I'm definitely going to do that. Yeah, I'm definitely going to, you know, do a a virtual course for um, adults. To come in and learn um, this room for everybody I mean I can only imagine What's the maximum number of cakes I could possibly make by myself In one weekend Compared to the population out there uh, You know we, we, we can go on and on
2: mm-hmm.
1: You know exactly. um, It was It was um, a, An amazing experience I got to know What to do And what not to do next time One of the things I would love to Um Replicate is uh, having the students really um, work on their neatness. You know, a lot of them, this is their first time ever even doing anything remotely um, similar to this. And so I gave everyone a lot of slack when it came to how neat their work was or how, you know, they were following directions. But what I would do next time is. Um, maybe make it a little longer with more assignments in between because I will, I can say to anybody, this thing only happens through constant practice. Yeah. And I let my students know, even as the course was over or the camp was over, you still had to practice what you've learned to be able to really um, per- perfect your skills. Yeah, And so, you know, yeah. That's, that's that's really what I um, took away
2: from the um,
0: summer camp, the virtual summer camp. Hmm. Wow, that's amazing. I think the next one that's gonna happen <clears throat> is going to be so big that it's going to create it's going to create a wave because what I'm getting to see now, especially in this city, is that we don't have we don't have arts and culture. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? We don't have arts and culture um, exhibited, correct? Because, like, for example, I think last year, I was planning on a fashion show for this year, but COVID happened. But as I kept doing some research, I got to know that there's never been an Atlanta Fashion Week ever. So the same thing goes for food and bakery. There's nothing, like, exciting that shows, hey, come to my baking class. Everybody can bake from home, but... You you need somebody who has been in this for a long time to give you like like you said that neatness. You know you don't want to have a cake that looks shabby. You know you want a cake that looks mm-hmm. presentable, and there's some specific techniques that you know take that requirement. And I'm sure through your classes that are coming up very soon, people are going to understand what it takes to just bake a cake from scratch and not miss any step.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Wow.
0: Yeah, Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Wow. So now that you're, I can call you a pro now, you know, and so if, you, if somebody, let's say five years from now, somebody listens to this and wants to start or maybe has your story or, or because everybody, everybody's story is unique, but they probably have a similar story to you and they don't know what to do. But of course, you know, God is in charge of everything and he knows how to deliver his message. But at the same time, from a human perspective, from our own logical perspective, how would you tell that person that has no idea how to bake what to do with their time and resource?
1: Uh, first of all, I, I have to say you have to be resolute in your heart that this is what you want to do. So I say that because you know how you can try something out and then it doesn't work out and then you just drop it. Well, when it came to the cake, and even with the bread, I had to do several, multiple, I mean, a lot of tries. And I could only account that to being determined. So, your first 100 cakes, let me say 100, yeah, may not be what you're proud of or what you're, but guess what, with every cake you make, something gets better. Mm. Something is improving. And if you uh, understand that and are determined to make this your thing, you will definitely get there. I mean, I've traveled to London to learn cake um, decorating. I've gone to Nigeria to learn it. And even when I went into the breads, I went back to Nigeria to learn it. And people always ask me the same thing. Why Nigeria? I say to them, Nigeria has bloody talented people I'm talking about there's raw talent and they make a lot out of nothing and for me the way I learn is to take it from the utmost simple simple, like I could have learned it here but then it would be more I don't know Westernized so to speak (laughs) yeah but I, I wanted to know from the rudimentary level like you know so someone doesn't have all these tools we have in America how do they get it done that's what I wanted to know Mm. and honestly I spent two weeks with five amazing cake artists and when I say amazing their work can stand next to the best out here the cake texture and taste might be different but the decorative work the finished work amazing and I can say that with determination and just a serious goal in mind I kept at it. I kept moving. At some point, I deviated. Yeah, in 2015, I went and I joined an IT course. I got sick and tired of them because, again, it was a 9-to-5, and I came right back to my case business. And once I told myself that this is it or nothing else, the progress was amazing. Uh, It was amazing, overwhelming. And so what my advice would be to anyone is to first determine in your heart if this is what you want to do and don't give heed to um, the mishaps or the lack of perfection initially, but always make it a goal. Though You want to always strive for that perfection, but know that it won't come immediately, but keep at it and you'll surely find it. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's great. <clears throat> that is amazing. I think you just reminded me of when I tried to make my first cake. This was when I was yeah. I think 13 or so. And you know like how they have those cake mixes in the stores. So yeah. I got one cake and I can't forget because I've baked before but I really don't remember the process cuz like you said practice practice practice. If you don't practice you lose yeah. the finesse. So I yeah. I kind of lost my finesse along the way and for some reason I ended up baking and I think I left it in the oven for like I think 5 minutes extra. And when it came out, the cake was like meat. Meat. (laughs) It was like, it was so bad. I can never forget that that evening. I looked at the cake. I, I just, I was sad. I was like, this is a big cake to start with. So how do I, I can't eat this. And I can't give this to anybody. So... I threw it away, unfortunately. I tasted it first just to know if it's really cake, you know, but it wasn't. And um, after that day, I I said, yeah, some things are not for me. And um, like you said, I will leave it to the pros. And um, I'm so excited that I was able to even connect with you. Shout out to Rashida, by the way, because if it wasn't for her, we wouldn't have even been able to have this meeting, even though we kind of met in between indirectly, but she was the one that really put us on. So I appreciate her for that. And I also appreciate you too. This is, this is something that I think will, will spark the minds of people to learn how to bake. And even if it's not baking something that they're passionate about, just go through that process. Like you said, the fasting, the prayer, the focus, and not just losing interest because you don't want to do something that ten years later you're regretting because you were right. trying to please somebody.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Wow. Thank you so much. This information that you've you've talked to us about is 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 great. Now now all I wanna know is what's next? What's what's coming next for Dagashi in the next six months to a year? what's happening
1: well definitely by God's grace we are opening up the storefront of many yes 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 and at our um, storefront you'll get delicious um breakfast loaves like the spicy and the spiced um rum cake um you'll get the banana spiced banana loaves and zucchini bread um and then you can, we'll also feature our uh, regular bread line, the Agege style bread. Mm. Um, we have our coconut flavor, Nutella, um, sardine bread. Mm. And trust me, if you're not a sardine fan, don't worry. Don't knock it till you try it. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: I love sardines.
1: Yeah. like it's, So we're definitely going um, hard in the next six months. By God's grace, like I said, look forward to hearing about our grand opening you may not be able to come because of covid but you know we'll be open to serve the public um come in for your snacks your desserts your party treats we're definitely there for you
0: amazing are there going to be any upcoming events um like you just had earlier this month um that people can look forward to or when the time comes you let them know
1: only because of the shop we're working on now, we will. Um, I, I had to pause on the uh, virtual courses that we were doing. Yeah. But the moment we're open, people can definitely look forward to it. Especially since it seems like we're going to be home for <laughs> another long while. Um, once we're settled in the store, um, I'll definitely take that up again. Uh, so you can look forward to more virtual courses in the next two months, three months, maybe. Um, and we'll definitely let our listeners know about it. And hopefully, Favor would be the one to spread the word for me. <laughs>
0: oh, definitely. You're going to be hearing from me a lot, guys. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. I'm going to be in your ear, in your face. Like, just just keep coming because we have to give you sweet treats. You know, we have to show you that that there's good product out here. You have to support black business. You have to support innovators. You have to support, you know, visionaries because one day your kids are going to be the same visionaries. So you need to support them. So why not start now and build a stronger foundation for them? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. This has been a great talk. I didn't know much of this and now I'm even more pumped to even do more for us.
1: (sighs) thank you thank you for having me I appreciate it a lot
0: you're most welcome you heard it first here on Play Friday show
2: take care guys